Hey everybody, Matt here and welcome to Looking Back at Lost. This week, something slightly different. As you know, last week's episode was about the 100th episode of the series, so I thought that we would take a moment and uh, look back at those 100 episodes, look back at where the podcast uh, has been for these last 100 episodes, and joining me to do just that is Pete from the PH Geek family of podcasts, most recently the PH Geek Pop Culture Podcast. So hello, Pete. Hey, Matt. How are you? Doing fantastic. How are you? Well, this is about you today. You, you, you ready to go? Absolutely. I'm, I'm interested to, uh, to be under your journalistic spotlight here. Where's your, uh, where's your notes? Where's your clips? Well, uh, no, no notes, no clips today. It's all, uh, you know, like we talked about off air, this is like LeBron the decision. You know, it's, it's, it's a little bit set up. I think I know where we're headed, but, you know, until I announce I'm headed to South Beach, anything could happen. So what's new, man? Uh, how you been spending your time for the last 100 weeks? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, been, uh, been definitely keeping that goal that I set out to uh, in January 2011 to, uh, to do Looking Back at Lost each week, or at least to release every week. You know, there's, there's definitely been patches where I'm ahead, I mean, sometimes four or five weeks. That's happened a couple of times where I'll, I'll, I'll go through this you know, this race to make stuff and then kind of forget about the podcast for a month. Uh, more recently, I really am doing it week to week. So when I, you know, when I get feedback on a Tuesday, it'll, it'll make it into that week's episode. But yeah, just been uh, jumped into this saying, you know what, I'm annoyed when podcasts uh, go away for a season. Um, I don't want to do that. I just want to go all the way through. And here we are, you know, after 100 episodes, plus, you know, some season previews and this sort of thing. Still, uh, still keeping the consecutive streak alive. What have you thought about during this process? Well, I guess there's been a number of a number of things to consider. First of all, the the technical end has been the most challenging uh, learning curve. It's not a challenge anymore. Um, whether you're using some of the the free recording software um, that's out there, like Audacity, or whether you're using GarageBand, as I do, that comes with Macs, the stuff is there. The buttons are there to push. The answers are there if you hunt around online or, or fiddle with everything or click on the help, the help button. Um, but definitely figuring out how to do the technical end uh, has been a challenge. I, you know, when I first started, doing a clip consisted of me. Um, uh, either holding a microphone up to the TV or holding my iPhone up to the TV um, or, or just using the internal mic on, on the laptop while playing a clip through the speakers. You know, now I figured out how to, using some free uh, programs I found online, how to take the, you know, take the audio directly from Netflix when it's playing, run it directly into the computer for this much, much cleaner audio. I mean watching the episode taking the notes it's time consuming but it's not it's not particularly easy anybody could be doing it you know we all we all do that to a certain degree even if it's just you know things you want to talk about in the proverbial water cooler the next day after you've watched the show but um yeah definitely the the technical end data storage bandwidth this is all a variety of stuff that that i mean even two years ago to this date um was was completely unknown to me have you enjoyed this process it's it's definitely an enjoyable process i find that um i find that each 
week, there's this moment. And it's usually, you know, when, when I'm taking a breather from real life where it's like, oh, I have to go downstairs and watch Lost this week. Um, that said, as soon as I'm watching the episode, you know, there's, as, as I'm sure everyone knows, there's very few truly bad episodes. And that's something I've, you know, as a side note, something that I learned, the proverbial, you know, bad Nikki and Paolo episode, delightful episode, much, you know, much maligned and unfairly so. Um, but yeah, there's, there's definitely times where it's like, oh, you know, can't I just have the week off? Well, you know, part of it is just this, um, Almost, I mean, I don't want to say monastic because that's a little, that's patting myself on the back too much. But, you know, it's just kind of this dedication of I set out to do this. I set out to build this sandcastle and it's not going to get built unless I sit and do it. So, <laughs> so here I go. What did you expect of this process? <sighs> you know, I don't know. I don't know what I expected. I think it was just I wanted to do this. I wasn't, you know, as I've mentioned on the podcast many times before, I was big into Lost when it was on. I was big into Lost podcasts. You know, second from the top, of course, was, uh, was uh, you know, Ryan and Jen's podcast. Tippity Top was, uh, as I've mentioned many times before, kind of the, the grandfather to this podcast was Lost Casts. Um, and I just kind of wanted to do that. And... Um, but in rewatch form, and I, I, I just said I want to, I want to add my voice to this. I know that the, I have this number from Lost Casts that I know Pete, I've shared with you many times on some of our other podcast projects. They made reference at one point to getting forty thousand downloads a week. Now this was when the show was on, and they were considered by by many uh, to be the Thinking Man's podcast. Well, I just said I, I want to do the Thinking Man's rewatch podcast, and I kind of. I'm not in it for, I mean, you know, for, whether it's 40,000 or 4,000 or 400 or four people listening, you know, to a certain degree, I'm doing it for myself. There's not really, there's no mechanism for most podcasters to, to monetize. So monetizing this hasn't been my goal. Um, you know, I'm not going to suddenly in the middle of a podcast say, you know, guys, let me interrupt to tell you about blah, blah, blah dot com. You know, I mean, to me, that that's not podcasting. Podcasting is this amateur thing. It's, I mean, relatively speaking, not even relatively speaking, as hobbies go, this is a dirt cheap hobby. I do have to pay for the storage and bandwidth, but, I mean, literally, it's $2 a week. Um, so I, I really didn't have any expectations other than, let me see if I can do this. And, you know, here we are at essentially the four-fifth mark, and, you know... 21 weeks to go and if i wanted to do two a week that would cut it down further you know it's like the 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 sad happy uh mixed emotion ending is not that far away even though it is february that record that we are recording this and it is august when this when this podcast will end how many people know what it takes to do this each week uh, well amongst the listeners i i i suspect I suspect a few have an idea. Um, I've <laughs> there have been a couple times that I said to myself, "Let me let me use a stopwatch to see exactly how long it takes to start it, to, to watch an you know to to make an episode of the podcast." Um, it probably would be depressing because it's it's definitely I'd, I'd say it's an hour plus to watch an episode because I'm pausing, I'm typing, I'm thinking, "Is this what I want to say?" 
Um, frankly, the recording goes pretty fast because my notes are pretty comprehensive. Uh, I do the clips as I watch it, which is not something I started out doing. Um, I, that doesn't quite, I don't know how it is that I wasn't recording clips as I went um, to begin with, but um, it's a lot of time. <laughs> Definitely is a lot of time. And I think for this type of podcast where it, it is rewatch and it is, uh, you know, it, there's nobody I can really rely on week to week. It's not like, oh, I'm having a down week. So, you know, like, for example, Pete, some of the PH Geek podcasts that you and I have done uh, along with our compatriot, Justin, uh, you know, like, ooh, boy, uh, this such and such episode of Alcatraz. You know, I had to eat my dinner while I was watching it, but I know the other guys will have some good stuff to say and I can riff on them. Well, it's just me. Uh, and, and that sometimes is scary and it sometimes is... Um, is inspiring but at the end of the day you know it's me and i go back and listen to each episode um usually a couple weeks after the fact and you know if there's something i don't like i, I know who's to blame it's me i'm every <laughs> I, i'm the entire thing i'm the host i'm the research i'm the engineer you know <laughs> so how about you know in terms of your family and you know uh the commitment there well for my <laughs> For my wife, it's a bit of a curiosity. Um, I think that she sees it. I mean, the metaphor that I've used a lot for this type of project is a ship in a bottle. And I don't understand why people would make a ship in a bottle because it looks, it's so frustrating. It, it, it seems to me making a ship in a bottle would be a frustrating experience for very little reward. Um, I think that's maybe how she looks at this. Um for my daughter, who is uh, not as old as the podcast, she was she was born uh, shortly after the podcast started. Um, I mean, she has no idea, of course, but I am kind of tickled pink to think that as long as my data provider exists, slash, as long as I have copies of my MP3s and can put them up somewhere else online, you know, this could kind of exist for forever. And maybe it's going to exist for, you know, a, a small number of people but potentially one day somebody you know somebody who's never seen an episode of lost can can check it out on you know netflix hologram you know beam directly <laughs> into your brain kind of thing and be like hey i wonder if there's something to go along with this um outside of that my family i think my brother i, th I, I think i know my brother is aware that i podcast i don't know that he knows about the particulars of looking back at lost uh, and then anybody beyond that definitely has no idea. It's my, you know, this is my, my dirty little secret where I go down to the basement each week and do things on the computer. And it's not the normal sort of <laughs> normal sort of stuff. It's, you know, I, I watch Lost and take notes and think about the, the writing and the directing and the casting and the music and the shot choices and whatnot. So, yes, definitely my dirty little secret for for most of the family. What made you decide to do this? You know, that's a really interesting uh, question and also something I think I, I don't recall having mentioned it on the podcast before. Um, I, I had this interest in doing a TV podcast because TV provides you content to be your backbone. You know, there's some great podcasts out there that are just like the morning show podcast or or, you know, that kind of thing. And I, I don't have that in me. I'm not going to sit and say, oh, boy, did you see the State of the Union last night? 
So I thought TV was a good, you know, I feel like I watched TV intelligently. Uh, I actually had, I had a few false starts in the TV podcasting world. I actually did a, uh, well, the, the show Spartacus on Stars when it was on Netflix. The first season was on Netflix. I don't believe the second season was on Stars yet. I said to my wife, we, we watched the whole first season. I said, hey, let's let's do a podcast on this. And I kind of led the forefront, you know, back on her her old clunky or my old clunky laptop. Um, and that was fun. But the one problem was this. You know, I'm, I think I'm a pretty I'm a pretty affable guy, but I wanted the podcast to be a certain way. And I realized that working having me be executive producer along with and executive producing my wife as co-host <laughs> was not a winning combination. Um, and that was a case where we did it every week for about six or seven weeks, uh, maybe even more than that, than just, and I was releasing the, you know, we'd record same week as we would release. Um, and just one week we didn't because whatever, because something came up and boom, out of the habit and I didn't bring it up because, and she didn't bring it up. So, you know, so that was that. And then I actually had then tried to do a, a Walking Dead podcast before the show even came out. I said, oh, I want to ride the ride the um, the wave on this show. Maybe maybe people will watch this stupid zombie show. You know, of course, we look back two, two three, you know, we're in the third season now. And it's you know, the most watched show on TV. Um a guy that I knew, I said, hey, do you want to do this? Threw the idea to him. We recorded a preview episode. And then literally the guy disappeared from not just from talking to me. Multiple mutual friends just said this guy has disappeared. What what went on? I have, I have no idea to this day what happened to him. It was just literally, hey, dude, you're supposed to come over and talk about Walking Dead. Are you still going to come over? And, oh, yeah, I forgot. Let's do it again next week. Oh, okay, great. Let me know what works. And, boom, literally never talked to him again, never heard from him again. Don't know what happened. I'm assuming the smoke monster got him. Um, so, and I believe, I mean, I have to double check. Um, Pete, you would know. Am I correct in saying, let's see, Walking Dead would have come out, was that fall 2010? No, um, 2011. Fall 2011? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Positive. 2011, huh. 12. Um, 12, 13. No. Hmm. Let me, let me think here. I'm going to look this up here. Cause I, no, you're right. Fall 2010. Okay. You're right. Yeah, there we go. Just double check on IMDb. So that was fall 2010, and that obviously quickly fell apart as as you know as fast as it was put together so then i just kind of drifted into that winter saying oh what am i going to podcast and it was like that december 1st i think that lost came to um came to netflix and i'm re-watching these episodes seeing a lot of them for the first time in hd widescreen uh because i think the first three seasons i wasn't watching it uh, on in hd and I just remember literally sitting about 16 episodes into the first season during Christmas break and all, and it just hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like, this is what I should be podcasting. This is it. I'm loving these episodes. And I felt like, and, and look, me, I, mean, I know there are other lost rewatch podcasts out there, but I felt like 
I needed something to slow me down from watching all these episodes just nonstop, watching, you know, one, two, three, four a night, whatever. And, you know, I wish there was a rewatch podcast out there like the kind I would want to have. And then it was like, this is what I should be podcasting. And thought about it for a couple of days, you know, got my Podbean account and uh, then kind of slowly started to put things together from there. Um, which as a side note is a, <laughs> you don't just hop on iTunes. There's kind of a, there's kind of a, you know, you need to, there's a little bit of, I mean, I, I don't need to get into the technical details here, of course, but you know, you don't just suddenly jump into, into having a podcast on iTunes, which of course is the premier, the premier place to have one. But, um, that's the Genesis finally saying, Oh my goodness. You know, this, this show that I lived and died with for 121 episodes over six years, this is the show that I should be podcasting. And, uh, here I am a hundred episodes later. We of course at uh, the PH Geek family of podcasts know you to be infallible, Matt, but uh, maybe this might be a good time to uh, you know, bring up <laughs> any times maybe you've come close to faltering. Well, I mean, in what way? In terms of facts or analysis or just or or you mentioned what? before the struggle of the week to week, you know, I'll get two done this week, that kind of thing. What What's the closest call maybe you've had? I mean, I'll say in the, you know, as, as you know, Pete, and as the listeners probably do not, uh, in the last two or three months, I, I moved. So there was definitely, there definitely have been times since, let's say, you know, thanks. Well, I don't know, somewhere between episodes, I don't know, eighty. 80 and not or pardon me 90 and 100 there have been a couple of episodes that get recorded on a thursday which is not my preference because that means if anything comes up from you know a skin knee to i get a stomach ache to you know you accidentally cut your finger and need to go get stitches like if you're if you're going to record on thursday and that happens you're you're out of luck there have been at least two occasions in that time where i am recording with I'm, I'm recording so late on Thursday night that as it's as it's being turned into an MP3, I'm like 90 minutes away from my the time that's supposed to launch. Which, as all good listeners know, it hits the uh, the uh, Lost Casts feed at 8:15. Uh, uh, the Lost, pardon me, back that up here. It hits the uh, Lost Podcasting Network feed at 8:15 Pacific, and then uh, my feed at uh, 2342 uh eastern and you know that's a little tradition that i've had going for quite a while and that's kind of my you know my point of no return so there have been times where it's dancing on the edge and i want to get away from that i want to um one way that i've gotten away from that is doing something that i'm not crazy about but it is a way to to get the podcast done each week which is to watch half an episode one day half an episode the next day then record just kind of breaks up that, you know, because sometimes it's just, especially if it's a big episode, it's just not convenient to have, um, you know, to sit and say, well, this is going to take an hour and 15 minutes to watch the episode and take notes and do clips. Um, I know another time, and I, off the top of my head, I can't remember the episode title, but there's a Charlie episode in the first season. Um, might be the first Charlie episode where I remember being... Remember, my attention was elsewhere. And it's the only time where I've kind of been watching the clock or been trying to do two things at once. And 
I turned in a podcast that from beginning to end was like 23, no pun intended, like 23 minutes long. And even for a bad episode, that's, to me, that, you know, if there's an episode I was going to go back and redo, that would be it. And I kind of want, you know, I want the podcast to kind of stand on its own, you know, good, bad, and ugly uh, point of view of me rewatching. You know, I kind of don't want to go back and re-rewatch because I feel like, you know, the idea of the project is to just to, to do the rewatch. But that definitely is, episode, is an episode I'm not proud of. Uh, conversely, there are times where I say, is this me? Like, you know, the, these aren't stellar notes. Is it me or is it the show? Because there are brilliant episodes. There are also episodes that aren't great. Uh, there's a season three episode, I think it's episode 303, uh, where Echo is in a bear cave and they need to go rescue him. It's Charlie and... Locke. Locke. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for making me not sound like I couldn't remember who it was. Uh, that was an episode where I only did three clips from the episode. And when I got done, I said, was I not paying attention? Why did I, why did I only do three clips? Probably because in my, you know, looking back over these first hundred episodes and even, you know, looking ahead to the wonderful episodes, uh, you know, in the final 21, it's probably the most anemic episode of the series. Yes, there are worse episodes. Yes, there are frustrating episodes. Yes, there are episodes where nothing happens. It's just all kind of tension, tension, what's going to happen next week. In this episode, it's just blah. It's just 45 minutes where you sit on the couch. Um... And that's kind of my my benchmark. Whereas I'm, if I'm watching an episode saying, you know what, there's not a lot of zingers here. There's not a lot of Egyptian stuff. There's not a lot of reference. There's not a lot of, you know, ooh, it's Smokey Lock actually saying things that's a wise ass if he's Smokey Lock. But to us thinking it's Lock, we just think he's being, uh, you know, being uh, a jerk or, you know, something like that. Like there aren't lines like that. My benchmark is always that that echo episode do i have more than three clips great even three clips are okay if it's less than three clips then i know i there's a problem with me because the show always has something to say more than a 15 second clip here and a 20 second clip there as fans of the show know matt nobody does it alone so who have you taken advice from and who has maybe had a uh, or the greatest impact throughout the time that you have done looking back at Lost? Well, definitely, definitely the, you know, the Lost Casts podcast, um, which I believe it's all still on iTunes. Uh, certainly I know the website lostcasts.com is still active to a certain degree that's kind of, you know, that's the the spirit of that podcast kind of looks over me for a bunch of good reasons and and one not so good reason. The great reasons are it was bare bones, it was conversational, it wasn't a ton of, you know, now we're going to do uh, you know, transition music onto the next segment. It wasn't pretending to be radio. It was some people sitting and sharing their views. Uh, which, as you know, is something I've advocated for when when we've done some some of the PH Geek podcasts. Let's just keep it, you know, keep it as simple as possible in terms of just having a conversation. Um, so that's that, that's definitely been a big inspiration to me. It's also been a slight note of 
of warning in that, and, you know, and with all due respect to, to them, um, there was a week where I was eagerly awaiting on Sunday their, their latest take on this week's episode of Lost. And just it went up on the website. Oh, we got together. The microphone was broken. Sorry, we can't record. Talk to you guys next week. And I just remember being, being really heartbroken. Um, now, now that I've done, along with you, uh, not one but two different weekly podcasts uh, about shows that are on that week, the one being Al- the Alcatraz podcast, the other being uh, the Revolution podcast, uh, I'm completely sympathetic to missing a week. The flip side, is, and look, you know, they were doing it for free. We're doing those pod. We did those podcasts for free. I'm doing looking back at laws for free. You know, we uh, nobody owes anybody a week to week thing. But I feel like there's a pact with the listeners that you break when you don't show up next week, when you don't have that warning. Um, at the end, you know, I mentioned this discussion that we're having now. I mentioned that at the end of the week last week because I know there's going to be some people who just aren't going to download it because that's not their thing. That's not what they're in for. Okay, fine. At least you knew it was coming. At least you knew there's something out there. Um, so... Definitely lost casts. I mean, I listen to some other podcasts and, try, you know, not that I try and emulate them, but I'll, I'll, I'll say, ooh, I, I like a little, you know, a little way this was presented here. Um, for example, the Film Sack podcast, they're his because, you know, it's four guys, but it's the, the, the guy behind the technology of it, Scott Johnson. His take on how he does the introduction for the podcast with, you know, some music and then a bit of dialogue from from the movie um, and then back to the music. That's something that I've tried to emulate. Um, other than that, uh, I, I'd say that's just about it. I mean, it's definitely been, you know, it's been this, I don't want to say lonely because that just sounds pathetic. It sounds like instead of my own basement, I'm in my parents' basement like, Mom, I need to go watch Lost. They're going to move the island tonight. But, you know, it's... Part of the part of doing looking back at Lost uh, has been this uh, has been this solitary uh, endeavor. Obviously, aside from the, the facts, uh, the, 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 not the facts, but the times each uh, each season, once or twice each season, where uh, you're able to come on, and it's this all of a sudden there's somebody else to talk to, and it's you know it's wonderful. Um, I guess I should conclude too. I mean, each and every single person who's ever sent feedback, email. Uh, Twitter comment on the web page and then most recently the first guy ever to call into the the listener line um I mean that's been great too that you know there's definitely times where it's like oh I have to add that you know read that email and that's gonna you know take away from the time when I don't want to be podcasting but it's always great to hear that there's that there's people out there well let's take a look at some of the feedback, some of the reviews you've received through iTunes. If I might, I'd just like to read some of these to you and, and then we can kind of soak them in. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Movie Guru 42 has given you five stars on uh, iTunes. High praise indeed. Absolutely. Uh, and he writes that uh, I appreciate that Matt has given his show a structure and keeps it relatively tight, usually clocking it in under an hour. Matt is also fun to listen to and helps make the whole feel fresh again as we travel through the lost time loop one more time. 
Well, that certainly is uh, is flattering. And, and I'll just mention, I, I was kind of, I was back and forth, you know, do I share these iTunes reviews? Because they're, it's, it's you know, I don't want to sound like I'm patting myself on the back, but, you know, these are people sharing feedback too. And it certainly is nice to, you know, it's nice to hear the positive words uh, as well as, I know, uh, I know there's a little, little uh, room for discussion, I believe, with Movie Guru's uh, review, so... Well, you read my mind, and why don't we read the rest of that? One note of constructive criticism, though, he writes, uh, the show is described as seeing how each episode fits in the series as a whole, but sometimes I find myself frustrated that Matt ends up focusing on how much it felt. I'm sorry, more on how it felt to watch this scene or that scene the first time, where he focuses on production glitches and criticism of the show writers and creators. It's not that I don't think these criticisms have place in the show. It just feels like sometimes that he's all, uh, I'm sorry, it, I just feel that sometimes that all he's talking about and I don't see him ask some of the deeper questions that I'm asking myself while listening to the show. And then he goes on to give some examples. You know, it's a good, it's a good question. And, and here's my response. All I can offer is, is my take. And, you know, if I wanted to be the comprehensive Lost podcast using Lostpedia and the Lost Encyclopedia and referencing a bunch of fan websites, well, the podcast would never get done. Um, I, I think that, you know, there's, I'm looking at each episode and good, bad and ugly. Um, there's times where, where you can pull back the curtain a bit and say, you know, oh, in the chronology of the show, what just happened to Saeed happened five minutes ago, but that was last week. Therefore, the reason that Saeed is saying to everybody, do you understand that the others have attacked us? That's not natural. That is, that is manufactured because in the real world, uh, at least as the show was made, it's been one week since we've seen the last episode and we need that recap. So it's just kind of calling the show on the production end. And I don't think that that takes away from, from the beauty of an episode. But P.S., they get away from that the farther, from the fir farther away from the first season. A lot of that stuff is kind of the first season figuring out what the show is. Um, same thing with production glitches. I mean, when they... When they launch the uh, the raft at the end of the first season, it's one of the highlights of the show. And then you read on Lostpedia that you can see not once but twice. You can see the cameraman, and I'm never going to see that launch again without seeing the cameraman. Um, you know what? Guess what? They saw the cameraman. Somebody saw the cameraman too when they were in editing. That's what editors do. They don't look at the most beautiful part. They look at the entire the entire bit as a whole. Uh, or the entire, <laughs> I don't mean to repeat the series as a whole thing, but, you know, they look at the, the shot as a whole. Um, as for some of the deeper questions, I know that Movie Guru had said things like, what's Ben's relationship to Dogen in the, in the temple? Well, I mean, a couple of responses there. First of all, as I've said on the podcast before, you know, I've seen all of these episodes, but I haven't seen, you know, the episodes that are in front of where the podcast is at, are some of the last episodes I have most recently seen, if that makes sense. They're the farthest from my memory. 
So is that a flaw of the podcast? Sure. I wish I could do more tying into the end. You know what? That's why I'm unafraid at the end of each episode to to use Lostpedia and to use Wikipedia and say, guess what, guys? Here's what I didn't get that when they, you know, had such and such, that's actually a little hint towards the future. Um, I think, too, there's also, you know, when we all watched the first time, there was the the lost feeding frenzy that the show stoked with Dharma in season two with the hatch and the hatch for all its wonderful you know benefit to the story it kind of was just an excuse to delay the entire season you know like Desmond could have said hey come on down guys what you crashed on uh, on what date hey that's when I didn't push the button like you literally could have had the last episode be the first episode and that's okay. That's drama. You're delaying the the the, the conclusion of things, um, you know. So, but point is, sometimes it's manufactured. What is Ben's relationship to Dogen? When Ben was introduced, I don't think there was a Dogen. We mustn't forget that that you know even the greatest TV dramas don't have lost the novel. They don't have all 121 scripts written ahead of time and then edit slightly as they go. Characters are introduced to serve certain needs. Um, perfect example of, of that, good and bad, as I've mentioned more recently on the podcast, is this business of who was shooting from the, from the, uh, the third canoe um, when there's the time jumping in season five. Well, guess what? They intended that to be answered in season six. It wasn't. So am I going to spend a ton of time discussing who it could possibly be? Here's who it could be. Unseen people in some point in the island's future, and they never answered it. It's, it's, it's a rough end from the writer's pen. It's a rip in the paper that, that didn't get fixed. It's a typo that nobody whited out. And we can just call that and move on. Every last thing doesn't need to be treated as, as real. So I know there's quite an answer there, but uh, <laughs> Movie Guru certainly. Uh, I, thank you, Movie Guru. <laughs> Too quick here, uh, put together. Spring MD gives you uh, five stars as well. Loving these rewatch podcasts, and Matt is fantastic, even with his hate for Jack. Um, thank you, Matt, for deciding to do this looking back at Lost. And then PD1007 gives you five stars as well and says, uh, awesome way to keep the show living. And Matt does a really nice job tying up loose ends in my head at least well thank you spring md and uh pd 1007 uh those 10 stars those 10 stars total those five stars a piece certainly are appreciated and um yeah it's just it's 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 flattering to hear praise like that connor martin gives you four stars Oof. and he writes Great Lost podcast and very well structured. Matt does a great job offering his insight on each week's episode. My only complaint is that his analysis of the show borders on simply being an in-depth review. I would like to see him push the analysis further, and I say this because I think he can. I'd like to see him take, take the events of each episode and examine how the actions of the characters reflect, support, or challenge the series' major themes. Aside from that one complaint, the show remains a highlight of my week. Well, I certainly appreciate Connor Martin's uh, review there. I'll just mention he's the only four-star review, but I know he's... uh, Maybe I need to earn that fifth star. 
Um, I, I would disagree that it's, it's, uh, it's simply an in-depth review. I think there are some episodes where you don't get a lot week to week. If you're not getting the statue and you're not getting the donkey wheel and you're not getting, you know, little references to, to episodes past and future, which happens sometimes, at least in my, in my own analysis, it, it happens then, you know, sometimes there's just episodes, I mean, my goodness, Pete, like we've talked about before, oftentimes you have a lovely Sun and Jin episode that is mostly about their relationship and the love that those two characters have. And there's no smoke monster, no one, no important character dies. They don't find, you know, uh, uh, Virgin Mary statues, which can symbolize both uh, you know, both the heroine in them and the, the seductive dark nature, as well as the redemptive nature of the Virgin Mary herself. There's just none of that. It's just two people falling in love or two people trying to work out some some big challenges to their marriage. Um, uh, you know, as for connecting things to major themes, you know what? It, it's probably a fair point. I wish, you know, I, sometimes I wish there was a chance to do looking back at Lost version two. Um, because I'm sure that there's stuff I've missed, particularly since I'm seeing, you know, some of these later season episodes, season five, season six, I probably, some of those episodes, some of these episodes for sure, this will be the second time I'm seeing them, you know, for the podcast is my second viewing. So I'm sure there's some holes in there. Again, I offer, I offer the, the best, uh, the best effort that I can. Soliet. Uh, writes best post lost podcast five stars i look forward every week to matt's recap and analysis he is consistently high production quality with just the right number of clips from the show i don't think it was possible to learn i'm sorry i didn't think it was possible to learn something new about lost after all this time but matt has proven me wrong with his fresh perspective and thoughtful insights I started listening a few weeks ago and have now gone back to the beginning to listen to them all. Totally worthwhile. This podcast makes me miss Lost all over again and also a reminder why it was, is, one of the best TV series ever. Thanks, Matt. Well, that certainly is flattering to hear from Soliet. I also like the uh, amalgam there of Sawyer and Juliet. Um, and to say best post lost podcast, that's that's very flattering indeed. Um, I, I I also appreciate the comment there for high production quality. Uh, I mean, it's just it's me with a relatively inexpensive microphone, out of the box software, uh, some free stuff to get the you know get the as I said earlier the the sound from Netflix uh, into GarageBand. But it uh, you know. I'm proud of trying to make it sound as professional as I can on on a super uh, shoestring budget. So thank you, Soliet. Finally, Stereo13 uh, says, essential rewatch listening, five stars. I've been making my way through Lost a second time and was hoping to find some sort of thoughtful podcast where episodes were di- discussed <clears throat> in the context of the series as a whole. Well, here it is. Matt's articulated, well-articulated breakdowns of every scene shed light on some of the subtler acting moments, musical choices, and shot compositions, whether or not they work and why. Now, there is a couple of curious aspects of the show 
the foremost being the choice to start each show with reading Wikipedia's plot recap, seeing as how the show itself is a recap, albeit with lots of editorial insight and theorizing thrown in, it's quite unnecessary. I also wish there was more mythology theorizing, but it's clear that Matt is more interested in the characters and their relationships than Dharma or pregnancy mysteries, which is perfectly valid. All in all, however, you won't find a more intelligent lost cast out there, uh, though those hoping for an onslaught of Doc Jensen-esque cockamamie theories may find themselves disappointed. Well, I certainly appreciate uh, Stereo 13's uh, comments there. Uh, regarding the Wikipedia recap at the beginning, it, it is something that I go back and forth, I have gone back and forth on mentally in the past. Uh, you know, for the well-known episodes, how much recap do you need? Probably not a lot. Why do I get them from Wikipedia? Because they're already there. Because they're usually the same length. They usually clock in at about three minutes. Um, I wish, certainly at times, they were shorter. But certainly most weeks, my analysis hinges on things that, you know, I, I'm going through the episode chronologically. And, and I know an earlier comment had said, you know, that that uh, you know, making reference to first time the first time viewer hat. These episodes were made to be viewed the first time. Yes, there's a richness there for subsequent viewing, but a lot of the dramatic and literary gimmick in it um, is for that first time view. So as I want to be pointing out the the build of dramatic tension, I don't always sit and say. Now, notice this is the first time Ethan uh, has come into the episode today. And, of course, there's going to be the big shocking bit at the end where it's revealed that he wasn't on the flight manifest. To me, that's not the time to mention the flight manifest thing because I want to capture that within the spirit of the episode. But we also know that that's where it's going to end up. So to me, the Wikipedia recap is that middle ground to sit and say, if it's been a while since you've seen this episode, whether it's one of the landmark ones or whether it's, a middle-of-the-road one, or whether it's a stinker. Let's just all refresh our memory what it's about. So later on when I'm saying, ooh, this is, you know, this is, here we are in Act 2, foreshadowing the very end of the episode. Well, you know the end of the episode, even though we don't need to kind of be focusing on that, the ending scene right now for all its, you know, for all its glory. As for the, the cockamamie theories, my opinion on them is this. They were fun theories uh, stoked by the show for promotional purposes. All that work put in back during season two to discuss real life uh, connections of magnetism and symphonies and physics. And is that what is really driving the show? Guess what? That, those are just some really intelligent people making connections that weren't there. What was the whole deal with the hatch? The old hatch was... They built a hatch. There was a problem. They, you know, blocked off the problem in concrete. Fast forward a couple years later, there's a guy there whose job it is to release the energy, but he doesn't know that. One day he doesn't, and it makes a plane crash. That's the extent of it. The fact that they stretched it out for a season, the fact that there was alternate reality games, the fact that we can wonder, you know, uh, some of the other legitimate theories from a first-time view they're just not there anymore. It wasn't Atlantis. They're not on Mars. They're not all dead, with the exception of the Flash Sideways. You know, 
none of that is they're not legitimate theories anymore so why you want to hear those theories go back and go and listen to the podcast when the show was new they're not legitimate anymore because you know the the show bore them out as not not having gone there so thus stereo 13 my uh lack of uh cockababy theory discussion (laughs) so rounding it all up matt What's next as we bear down on uh, August 15th, 8.15 for the end? Yeah, well, definitely. I mean, the, the, the thought that there's these, these final 21 episodes, you know, now less than a, less than a you know, a, 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 a full, you know, 20 plus episode. I mean, not 20 plus because obviously 21 is over 20. But, you know, the standard American full tv season of 22 3 4 i think we even have a season of lost that's 25 episodes long um we're now at less than that you know at this this hundred mark point 21 to go um within those 21 the thought that there's uh you know two two of those uh or rather four of those hours make up two episodes the season five finale and the season six and series finale um I don't know. I kind of, I, uh, I'm not quite sure what those have in store. I mean, I know dramatically. Um, I cannot wait to to rewatch season six, knowing that they're flashed sideways, because I certainly did not have any idea um, of their nature having to. I mean, the very name "Flash Sideways" was a bit of a a fake out because they're actually, you know, Flash after the end of the shows. Um, of course, after you know, after the end part two, the podcast will still be hanging around for the last bit of Lost served up to us, the new man in charge, which I think I've only seen the once. Um, but that's and I was unimpressed when I saw it. But it gets better; it, it has gotten better with the rewatch because you know, as I've said before, there's a whole Walt story to this show that the show doesn't go there there's a whole walt story in the background and the new man in charge wraps that up or sets it up for you know lost season seven hurley and ben and walt have fun on the island you know um after that i'm uh, i'll admit to you now pete and i'll tell the listeners the reference, you know, the, the, there was the reference earlier to what if I had a second crack at looking back at Lost. I will admit, when this podcast is done, it'll stand on its own. And if that's it, so be it. It's crossed my mind. Is this, uh, you know, a heck of a potential rough draft for putting in some sort of written form, book form? I think the potential is there. Is there an audience? I don't know. Here we are about, you know, 18 months or so away from the 10th anniversary of the show's premiere. Is that something I want to think about? Um, What format, you know, print, digital, do I just blog? You know, it's something that I'm kicking around. Um, I know that uh, a bit more, uh, a bit more close to home, Pete, you and I have discussed, uh, you know, to to return things to the podcast venue. Uh, we've discussed uh, doing a, a TV show podcast. I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about that, but there's an upcoming TV show that uh, many, many people are looking forward to the belated fourth season of. And uh, whether we podcast, blog, commentary, track, whatever, 
Uh, what show are we talking about? That would be Arrested Development and its fourth season that will finally bow on Netflix uh, in May. So I, I, I think there's something to be done there. I think, I think it could be done pretty, uh, pretty easily. And uh, I think when I'm done with looking back at Lost, no more uh, just me by myself, six season, 100 plus episode podcasts, because um, <laughs> it's a lot of work. That is, uh, that's just about that. You know, well, the, the tenuous future of what, you know, what will looking back at Lost be uh, after the new man in charge? I don't know, but worse comes to worse. Uh, you know, I, I know you and I will talk again before the conclusion of the podcast, certainly for the, uh, the season six preview, as is, uh, as is your normal, uh, you know, your normal presence talking about the season to come. I know we've kicked around uh, maybe doing an episode to discuss uh, just the music uh, or perhaps multiple episodes. But, um, you know, and then uh, hopefully we'll be able to talk probably, I'd say, maybe in, the, in conjunction with the new Man in Charge episode just to, to take one, one uh, last look at the podcast. But uh, after that, it's all just fade to white and, and we shall see. Well, I certainly want to congratulate you on uh, reaching the milestone of 100 episodes and uh, wish you many, many happy returns here as you close this thing out. Well, thank you very, very much. I certainly appreciate that. It's, it's amazing to think that two years ago there was just a couple of these. I, I, I don't have the exact date in front of me. Uh, certainly two years ago from today, we weren't past pilot part two. I don't know the pilot part two was even online yet. Um, and here we are 100 episodes later. So yeah, it certainly has been uh, quite the ride. I think uh, I would be remiss to not uh, mention that uh, next week's episode will return to the normal format for 5.15, Follow the Leader. And then in the two weeks after that, incident, the incident part one and the incident part two. And uh, that point will be under the 20 episode mark. And... Uh, and uh, into season six so pete i want to thank you very much for uh, helping me look back at the uh first hundred episodes of the series the podcast and uh have a little sense of where we are headed my pleasure all righty take care everybody take care pete and bye-bye bye-bye